Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit four, anti-aging, all pushed together as one word. And if you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial in to 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022. We would be thrilled to have you along with us. Our panel does these calls for you Monday through Friday, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. So today happens to be July 22nd, 2023. I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. And when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it's your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein in at least three of those meals. Um, the protein actually helps to build and repair muscle, so that's why it's really important to make sure that you have at least 30 grams. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, just take it with your meals. Still works. Um, the scientists say that it's supposed to be super effective if you can take it beforehand, but if not, it still still works very well. <coughs> And as a substitute teacher who never knew when her lunch was going to be, I can attest to that. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, which happens to be your proteins, your fats, your fibers, and your carbohydrates. Your um, micronutrients, which is your vitamins and minerals, and fiber. Fiber helps in two ways, one of which is with satiety or that feeling of fullness, and the other way that fiber helps is for good digestive health. And for good digestive health, guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily. And ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber for the same reason, for that good digestive health. Excuse me. So... After your your fruits and vegetables, well, you'll want to make sure that you're getting those 30 minutes of moderate to have the exercise at least five days a week. And it can be um, however you want to do that exercise. You can do it in a 30-minute chunk, two 10-minute, or no, two 15-minute chunks or three 10-minute chunks. You can um, do gardening, housework, uh running, swimming, dancing, whatever works for you. But if you're exercising moderately to heavily, then do keep in mind that you'll need to up your hydration. And hydration level for your baseline is take your weight, you divide it in half. So if you weigh 100 pounds and you divide it in half, that would be 50 ounces of water you should be drinking. So it's one ounce of water for every... Um, one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. 
and that is your baseline. But if you're exercising heavily or you're in a humid area, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing in body moisture. Also, if you're stressing out, you'll need to increase it as well. Sounds like I have street resource out on the street today. Wow. Um, with that being said, uh, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background, huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise, um, just because um, I had grandparents that weren't in the best of health even when I was in high school, and I knew I didn't want to travel down some of their health choices, and so I've done a lot of things over the years to kind of help mitigate that before I stumbled onto the TR90 program, which just made a wealth of difference for me. So today's information is coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And I keep coming back to it because it just, even though it was published in 2005-2006, it just has a wealth of information that is just really, um, I find is really important. Today we're actually talking about pumpkins a little bit, and um, I'm going to start out with talking about why daily carotenoids and what that daily carotenoid recommendation is. The Food and Nutrition Board of the Institute of Medicine of the National Academy of Sciences is charged with setting the recommended daily allowances for various nutrients. While they have recognized that high, higher blood concentrations of beta-carotene and other carotenoids obtained from foods are associated with lower risk of several chronic diseases, as yet they have been unable to arrive at a recommended daily intake of carotenoids. In the meantime, Dr. Pratt's recommendation, based on all of the available peer-reviewed literature, ensure that you are consuming the optimum daily protective amounts of these nutrients. So alpha-carotene, that should be 2.4 milligrams or more from food sources. On your beta-carotene, 6 milligrams or more from food sources. Lycopene, 22 milligrams or more from food sources. Lutein and zeaxanthin, um, both of which are actually good for eye health, should be 12 milligrams or more from food sources. And beta-cryptoxanthin, one milligram or more from food sources. And believe it or not, I think that all of those, if I remember right, from yesterday's um, items are actually in our, um, actually are, all of them are in pumpkin. So with that, we're going to jump into inflammation and pumpkins. Inflammation has been associated with the development of various diseases. A recent laboratory study demonstrates that beta-carotene can downregulate the pro-inflammatory COX-2 pathway, in other words, suppress the activation of inflammation. 
This pathway is a major cause of inflammation and the same one that dis- that is disabled with non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Advil and aspirin. Although further work is needed to verify the relevance of these cellular studies, this is the first promising report showing beta-carotene as a natural COX-2 inhibitor or a natural anti-inflammatory. So, want to boost your carotenoid intake? Here are your top sources for your alpha carotene. One cup of cooked pumpkin has 13 milligrams. One cup of cooked carrots has 6.4 milligrams. So you get roughly about half as much in the carrots. And your butternut squash, one cup cooked, is 2.3 milligrams. Your Your orange bell pepper, one cooked, and I, on one cup, excuse me, I believe this is raw, is 0.3 milligrams. And one cup of collards, as in collard greens, cooked, is 0.2 milligrams. Now, for your that was for your alpha carotene. For your beta carotene, one cu- cup of cooked sweet potato gives you 19 milligrams. One cup of cooked pumpkin has 18.8 milligrams. One cup of cooked carrots, 12.5 milligrams. And one cup of cooked butternut squash, 9.4 milligrams. And one cup of cooked spinach has 9.4 milligrams. So um, pumpkin appears both on the alpha and the beta carotene as the, the carrots and the butternut squash. So just so you know, those are your top three for alpha and beta carotene. So your pumpkin's in the kitchen. Well, winter, nuts, a winter squash, which count pumpkins as a family member, are usually available fresh only in the autumn. They're a treat when you can find them, and I advise you to search them out at farmer's market's where you can find unique varieties. Buy pumpkins or butternut squash that are rock hard. Winter squash do spoil, and the first sign of is the softening, uh, softened rind. Try to find squash that have the stems still on, which protects them from bacteria. Varieties of winter squash that are particularly flavorful include your butternut, buttercup, delicata, and Hubbard squash. If they're not too large, prepare them by cutting them in half, drizzling a bit of honey and sprinkling of black pepper, and baking in a 350-degree oven until the flesh is soft. So for your pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds, often called pepitas, or little seeds in Spanish, are a nutritional bargain. They are rich in vitamin E, iron, magnesium, potassium, and zinc, and are a good plant-based source of omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids. You can buy them roasted, or you can do it yourself. If you're removing the seeds from a fresh pumpkin, remove any pulp or strings from them and rinse them in fresh water. Air dry them on a cookie sheet overnight. Drizzle with a bit of olive oil and some sea salt and roast at 350 for 15 to 20 minutes. Sprinkle them with curry or chili powder if you like. 
Cool completely and store in an airtight container. So while winter squash are not, when they're not in season, you can take advantage of a more modern version of this vegetable by stocking up on canned pumpkin, which should be a staple in every pantry. It's inexpensive, widely available, and can be called upon at a moment's notice to provide a nourishing soup, casserole, or dessert, or even a delicious instant snack when mixed with some yogurt and some nuts and honey. Many people are surprised to learn that canned pumpkin is rich in fiber, but it's so creamy that you might not expect this to be the case. Low in calories, and it's truly impressive nutrient has a, excuse me a truly impressive nutrient profile. I use canned pumpkin frequently. It's always been popular in our house, especially as the main ingredient in my wife Patty's pumpkin pudding, a recipe that appeared in Superfoods RX and that I'm including here. Let's not forget the pumpkin sidekicks, carrots, butternut squash, sweet potatoes, and orange bell peppers are a powerful group of foods that give us opportunities to consume a beneficial amount of carotenoids often. Most people tend to eat pumpkin, butternut squash, and sweet potatoes in the cooler weather and carrots and orange bell peppers in the warmer weather. And while baby carrots are great little bites, rich in beta carotene and alpha carotene, they are not really babies. They are the clevering marketing idea of a farmer in California who searched for a way to use up his broken, misshapen, excuse me, broken and misshapen carrots, regular carrots, and they're easy to use and worth the higher price if they help you serve carrots frequently. But put them out as a healthy dip with a healthy dip for school or an after-school snack. Stick some in some lunch boxes capable in the refrigerator to satisfy the snackers looking for something crunchy. Sliced orange bell peppers are a good addition to any salad or platter of crudite. I find that kids really love these crunchy treats and a plate set out in the evening will disappear. Serve them with your favorite healthy yogurt dip and don't forget sweet potatoes. With a little creativity, they can jazz up a simple meal, peel and dice them and toss the cubes with some extra virgin olive oil, dust with cumin, finely ground black pepper, and some ground chilies if you like. Roast them on a baking sheet at 425 oven for about 20 minutes or until they're tender and drizzle with fresh lime juice before serving. So since I can't resist giving you Patty's pumpkin pudding, here's that encore appearance of that favorite dessert at Dr. Pratt's house. So it's a quarter to a half cup of sugar, two to four teaspoons of cinnamon, one quarter teaspoon of ground ginger, which is optional, one quarter teaspoon of ground cloves, also optional, two large eggs, use eggs with omega-3 content as noted on the label, one 15-ounce can of Libby's 100% pure pumpkin, one 12-ounce can of carnation evaporated non-fat milk or evaporated 2% milk. So those ingredients are 
a quarter to a half cup of sugar, two to four teaspoons of cinnamon, quarter teaspoon ground ginger, quarter teaspoon ground cloves, both of which are optional, two large eggs, one 15 ounce of Libby's 100% pure pumpkin. That means you're getting the pumpkin and not something that's been adulterated. One 12 ounce can of carnation evaporated non-fat milk or evaporated 2% milk. You're going to mix all of those ingredients together and pour into an 8 by 8 casserole and bake in a preheated 350 degree oven for about 30 minutes. Don't overbake. The center should be slightly wiggly. Cool and enjoy or refrigerate for later use. And with that, at the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build the new skin business. This is Susan Mann for September 22nd, 2023, signing out. I'm going to take us off mute so that we can say goodbye to each other. I welcome any thoughts or comments you have. And if you're one of my shy ones that are afraid to speak out, you can always send me a text that you're in the TR90 group and that you had questions or comments. My text, my text number is 503-502-4863. Hope you're going to have a great day, and I look forward to your com- comments. So there we have it. Why? Including pumpkin and its sidekicks into our diets is beneficial to our health. And surprisingly, many of the things that are good in pumpkins actually help with getting good quality sleep, like that potassium, zeaxanthin, and lutein. So do keep that in mind. On Monday, I'll be getting into some of the the um, fall recipes, of which I think there's only two or three, and I'll be repeating um, Patty's pumpkin pudding recipe with that. Um, and also on a quick way to deal with how to tame it under squash. With that, I'm going to let everyone go. Hope you have a great weekend. I'm actually getting to start my modeling career professionally this weekend, so I'm rather excited about that. And wish you a great weekend, and I'll let you know on Monday how it works.